0: Good morning, St. Luke's. (laughs) For those of you who do not know me, my name is Daphne Hall and I am a senior at Decatur High School. I have been a member of St. Luke's since I was baptized here in 2005, and I am excited for the opportunity to talk with you all today. It's coming up on a year since I, along with seven youth group members and three brave adults, went camping in Grand Tetons National Park in Wyoming for our pilgrimage. Our goal for the trip was to get a clearer idea of who God is to each one of us. I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. And although I'm smiling in all the pictures I showed my parents and friends, there were a few times in the beginning of the trip where I was rethinking my decision to go. First off, I'm a Southern girl. I like hot weather and wearing shorts and t-shirts, so when I bought my first zero-degree sleeping bag, I knew I was gonna be out of my comfort zone. Early June in the Tetons is still cold, especially at night. I distinctly remember being woken up at 6 a.m. that first morning to lovely weather, 36 degrees and rainy, absolutely delightful. We all piled into two cars and began our drive up to Yellowstone National Park with the plan to hike all day and watch the geysers erupt. As we neared the park, the drizzle turned into a downpour. This is when I truly began regretting my choices. I went on the trip with the naive expectancy of sunshine and great weather, but I was sorely mistaken. As we neared the continental divide, the rain slowed to a mist and the mist turned into an absolutely stunning cascade of snow. We pulled over to the side of the road to take pictures, dance, and take in the rare beauty that is snow in June. Then we continued on our journey into Yellowstone for our day together. This was the moment the trip turned around for me. Even as I put on every layer I had packed to go to bed each night, I was surrounded by small miracles and a group of people who could make the best out of nothing. Turning from Yellowstone to today's reading, Peter told us that Jesus is a living stone. There were stones all around Wyoming, beautiful ones. And there are stones all around this church, from the cracked floors that we walk on to the walls that the kids play on in the courtyard. Stones are everywhere. Much like Jesus, stones are very old. They are formed when pre-existing rock formations are broken down, the material is then transported and combined with other organic materials. Together, these materials are compacted down into a new stone. Stones are strong and stable, used because of their dependability. Yet none of these facts makes these stones alive. According to Peter, Jesus is our living stone. But how can a stone be alive? This is just one more of Jesus' contradictions. He is mortal, yet divine. He is human, yet without sin. He is stone, yet he is alive. Always with us, guiding us through life, and remaining ever strong. He is the support we seek in the tough times, and our cheerleader through the victories. He is always there to help. By following the words of Peter, we are becoming connected with Jesus, our living stone. And it is then that we too can become living stones like Jesus. With one stone, it is possible to start building an entire house, a place of shelter and comfort and belonging, where we can all come together and be formed into a spiritual house. A place where God lives amongst us and we are God's people. But a large part of building our spiritual house, stone by stone, is having a community where we feel safe in our own beliefs. God is with us in the face of rejection, just as Peter tells us Jesus was once rejected by mortals. No one is excluded from this house because we are all God's people. Today, Peter reminds us that God brings us all together, even those that society casts out, because they are God's children too. In this letter, Peter is speaking to the Gentiles who were new in their faith with God. They faced backlash for their following of Jesus, but with Jesus supporting them as a living stone, they remained strong in their faith we too can remain strong with Jesus as our living stone. Building a spiritual house is much like walking into your first day of high school. It's a little bit awkward, it's greatly nerve-wracking, but it's extremely rewarding and comforting once the foundation is built. There is no timeline for the construction of a spiritual house because God will always be there. Through death, and through new life, God's support and love remains. Although sometimes I know it's hard to feel that support and that love. I'm sure many of you, like me, look at the news and get sad sometimes. Mass shootings, including one on our own doorstep last week. Wars, pandemics, climate change, polarization, intolerance. I often find myself lost and disheartened with the world that we live in. We are challenged not to shut down when we get bad news and feel like all hope is lost. But we have the ability to step out of that darkness and add good to the world, however we are able. We can spread kindness as a part of God's message. I invite you to bring more people into your spiritual house so that we can continue to build a community of love and of comfort in a world that can be quite scary sometimes. Whether it's bringing your best friend ice cream after a hard day or smiling at a grumpy stranger on the elevator, think about how you can be someone's living stone and provide the support that God provides each of us every day. Each and every one of us are stones. Stones are strong as separate entities, but they are even stronger as one big entity. St. Luke's has taught me the power of community. I am headed off to Georgia Tech in the fall, and all I can say about it is that I'm extremely nervous. Yes, it's just a short ride from home, But it's a whole new world with new people and new things. This church has helped create a foundation for me that gives me the courage to take on a whole new world. I have one last thing to say to you all, and that is thank you. Thank you for creating a place where I feel welcome and loved Thank you for creating a great foundation for me. And thank you for helping me grow into the person that I am today. Amen.